Welcome to Raising Adults, the groundbreaking parenting podcast that starts with the end in mind. We're your co-hosts, Dina Thayer and Kira Dorian. We created future-focused parenting to take families from surviving to thriving. So join us as we help you stop raising kids and start raising adults. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to a Raising Adults podcast spin cycle. This is where we take one of your listener questions and address it in just a shorter version of a Raising Adults episode. And so Kira is going to start off reading the question we received, and then we're going to give some tips for that. Yeah, we got a great question from Liz, and she says, I've been trying to figure out how to deal with tattling versus telling. I want my kids to grow up to be adults that see something, say something, and don't stand by when they see things that are really not okay. But tattling on everyone about everything as a way to get attention is concerning. And it sounds like her kiddos are starting to pick up on some of that that they're seeing from other kids. And here's what I love. I love you, Liz. She said, I've been listening back. I've listened to safety, assertiveness, discipline, consent, friendship, advocacy, lying, and defiance, and haven't found the answer to this question. (laughs) So Liz, thank you for listening. You are our hero. Like she really did her research first. She did. Well done, Liz. She like tried to find the answer somewhere else first, which I really admire. Yes, I do too. I do too. But she's right. We haven't talked about this. So I'm so glad that that she asked. So Dina, what do you think? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think a really first foundational thought that I'll just throw out there is there's a safety component here. And I think that creates one distinction between telling and tattling. So if something or someone, and I would say more importantly, someone for sure, is going to get hurt, then that bringing that to an adult or a grown-up is not tattling. So if there's a fire, if somebody fell down, if someone is bleeding, that's not tattling. Getting some help for that is telling. That's that's exactly what she talked about in her email. That's the, I'm not going to just stand by. That's, hey, we need help. And so to me, I think that's a really important distinction when there's a safety issue. And I love and have learned so much about this piece from you, Kira, but that also includes if someone's being emotionally hurt. So if you're seeing, if your kids are seeing evidences of bullying or somebody getting hurt physically pushed down on a playground or being unkind with their words and getting name called, getting an adult to intervene in that, if maybe, especially if maybe the child doesn't feel safe to do so themselves is definitely in my mind telling, not tattling. Yeah, I completely agree. I think those two, those two parts are so important. And I I have to tell our listeners that so Dina and I, before we hit record, we were like, hey, what do we want to make sure we cover in the spin cycle? And we we both brought ideas to the table and then realized that we had the exact same two points that we wanted to share with you. So Yes, we did. Yeah. So that first point that that you just made, Dina, I know we both really agree. That's that's the foundation. It's like we start with is anyone getting hurt physically or emotionally? by the actions of someone else, a grown-up needs to know about it. Um, And then I think the second point is if they're not examining the why, because we love our whys here at Future Focused Parenting, um, why does the child feel compelled to come and tell a grown-up if it's not about that? And I think that's where that great questioning comes in that you and I talk about all the time too, because we don't want to just jump to don't tattle. 
It might be that if we ask, hey, can if no one's getting hurt emotionally or physically, can you help me understand why you felt you needed to tell me that? Because they might say something that you think, oh, yeah, no, I really actually did need to know about mm-hmm. that. Or they might kind of realize that they're not even really sure why they told you. <laughs> or, wow, I guess if they're older, like, oh, I guess I was just telling you that because... I wanted to get so-and-so in trouble. Um, And that's going to help them start to also recognize and develop the critical thinking skills that they need to be able to go, do I need to tell a grown-up? At what point do I get a grown-up involved? And I think, too, and I know at at my kids' school they talk about this a lot, the, the piece of trying to solve it yourself first and how important that is, especially as kids get older. Even if there's, um, you know, some bullying or a safety thing, can you be an upstander? And before you go get a grown up, say, hey, that's not okay. Please don't touch them that way or don't hurt their body that way. And if it doesn't work, immediately go and get a grown up. As opposed to if the building's on fire, we go get a grown up right away. <laughs> sure. You know, so helping kids kind of recognize if there if there really is space for you to be an upstander, we want you to be an upstander and not a bystander. But sometimes there isn't. And so we need a grown up immediately. And if none of that's going on, I'm kind of curious why you felt I needed to know. And it might be that your child says, I needed you to know because I tried to solve it myself and I couldn't. And so now I need help. And that's, that's another what I was just Yeah. Of course that's it what was. I was literally just going to say is that's where that question is so helpful because it could be that we might jump to thinking there's a, a more menacing or malicious reason that it's to be attention seeking or that it's wanting to get another child or a sibling in trouble when really it might be well I'm getting you because my efforts now have failed. I tried first and now I need help. And that's different. Yep. I totally agree. Well, listeners, we want you to know that we, we get questions from listeners and not all of them turn into spin cycles. Um, some of them, you know, we say, oh, that sounds like maybe you need a little more coaching around that or that's something that we can't really, you know, talk about on an episode specifically. So if you are interested in getting some questions answered, we do really I encourage you to consider becoming a member of the FFP family because at that sort of third tier of membership, you get monthly coaching with us. And so you get to join a group. It's a limited number. We only have a few spots available and you get to join in and ask these kinds of questions. So whatever's going on for you that month, you can be like, hey, Kira, Dina, what do you think about this? This is what happened. What would you suggest? So especially if you're one of the listeners who wrote in with a question and we weren't able to turn it into a spin cycle, you might want to consider becoming a member of the FFP. FFP family. And you can do that by going to our website and clicking on the membership button, futurefocusedparenting.com. Or you can go straight to the site, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash FFP. And next week on Monday, our next episode that you're going to hear kicks off our mental health series, which I am so excited about. It's, it's so fantastic. I'm really proud of what we kind of curated over those four weeks, don't you think? Yeah, it's pretty special. I think being able to bring in some expert voices around these topics, because they are so important, we didn't want to just try to tackle them ourselves. And and yet, I think a, par- a lot of parents are wondering about these kind of things, depression, anxiety, body image, all of that, and wondering, you know, if this does come my way, how would I handle it? And so what we're doing with that series is really providing some experts in the field to talk about how do you recognize these things first and foremost? And then if you do see them, what can you do? And also really importantly, what are the things that you should avoid? Because we as parents, of course, we inadvertently, we step in it all the time. There's going to be some of that in parenthood, 
but we really don't want to step in it if we're trying to walk with our child through a mental health challenge. And so this series, I think, is going to be really helpful and important. And what what I'm also hoping, listeners, is that if these aren't issues maybe you're personally dealing with, that you might consider sharing the episodes with a friend or a colleague or someone you know who maybe is walking through one of these topics because they might be able to utilize the resource and find it to provide some really helpful strategies for them. Yeah. So check that out starting Monday for the next four weeks. We are running that mental health series. Well, we're looking forward to being back with you for that on Monday. And thanks again, Liz, for your great question. You're right. We hadn't tackled this exact thing yet. So thank you so much. We appreciate that. And for those of you who might have a question or want to know more about membership or coaching, you can always reach out to us via email info at futurefocusedparenting.com. Thanks for listening.